everyone. Welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 147, our weekly podcast where we talk about everything VR. I'm PJ. I'm Wookie. And we're here to share VR with you. It's been a while. We nailed it. You nailed it? Yeah, last time we messed up the opening. <laughs> oh, wow. So, good to be back. It has been a bit. But um, starting now, we're going to try and do two episodes a month and keep working on stuff. And uh, next week, we'll have a guest. So, yeah, getting back on the saddle. <laughs> so, how you been? Busy. you tired. <laughs> how about you? Yes, busy. Um, work has been busy. Real life been, has been busy. Gaming's been busy. So yeah, busy, busy, busy. <laughs> I haven't played um, much since we flew around Warcraft, but that's been a couple months, it seems like. Yeah, but you got into uh, a couple games, um, VR games with us, uh, Among Us you played once. Creatures. Um, yeah. <laughs> So what did you think of Among Us? I was I've never got to ask you. I know it was kind of like a I think it's a weird game to like start off in because you're with a lot of people and it was okay. I mean, arguing is not my type of fun. Trying to debate, yeah, the feature of it. But I got a little annoyed. And I, I think you published a clip where I was going to publish a follow up <laughs> clip because I think I was swearing a lot in that clip. Not not really mean or mad or anything, but. <clears throat> Like we, uh, some guy like immediately called us all to the table after we were, you know, like in the next round. So a round finished and he called us to the table and I was like, fuck you, buddy. Because somebody kept doing it the previous round and he was one of them. And then he voted me out and I was like, you fucking moron. And it's funny because you you know, had him rejected from the ship. Like it was a unanimous vote because he was being so dumb. Um, I don't I mean, remember the guy's name. Seemed like a nice guy in Breachers, but uh, like, what the hell are you doing? But I didn't get to publish the reason why is because like, <laughs> they thought I was the killer because I wasn't getting anything done. I had one task left. It was like Simon says. I kept getting all the way across the ship to that, and I would almost finish, and they would recall everybody to the damn lunchroom, mm. and then just talk about nothing. And the other yeah. guy was like, obviously pointing at me, like I had nothing going on. He's like, oh, it's got to be Wookiee. And I was just like, okay, I see the point of this game. And then the other guy was dumb enough to fall for it, but he pulled me back to the lunchroom like five times. It felt like yeah. I know I wasn't counting. It was like, oh, like I, I'm not even exaggerating, really. I got to that stupid <laughs> Simon Says. I'm like, let me finish it, guys. I don't think anybody can hear you because you're out of the distance, but I'm just sitting there like, God damn it. And then they evicted me. And the guy lost because of it. And immediately in the next round, he calls everybody. He's like, okay, do it again. Yeah. And we all voted him out. And it was like, Ugh. so I don't know. Like, Yeah, I, well, I don't think, field? yeah, I do too. I'm kind of right with you. I don't think mm -hmm. that's a game for us because I deal with a lot of like bullshit at work. And it's like, I don't want to deal with bullshit <laughs> in my game. It, and it's I'm not one to argue, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, I like the uh, the espionage stuff. Mm -hmm. it, like uh, the Assassin's Creed multiplayer that I've loved. I don't remember when that even happened, but like 
you know, hiding in plain sight and using trickery, even though you couldn't talk in that game, really. It was just like, um, I look just like everybody else. I'm just mm-hmm. standing here. <clears throat> but I think you might be on something there because dealing with just like random people is annoying enough. But then seeing obviously stupid things go on, like you're minding your business and some guy goes, it's Wookiee because I, I have no idea why, but they just, they're obviously the killer or one of them. Just painting you, I'm like, um, I'm just standing here doing yeah. tasks, like, but you can't convince the morons that it's not you. So I, I get there's an element of fun to it, but it's like, yeah, it's for talkers. <laughs> and you get having going, said like, that, we're well, on a podcast right now. I get that, but... <laughs> but I think it's for more like loudmouths than me. Yeah. Yeah. So, would I play it again? Ah, <clears throat> oh, crap! Did I forget to refund it? I probably forgot to refund it. Shit. <laughs> um, it's it's not my style of game. I like a little if more they could figure out a stuff. way to do the same gameplay stuff and not have the discussion part, I would love it. <laughs> but like, then you're just walking around doing tasks for no reason. Yeah, but if there was a way, kind of like you mentioned, Assassin's Creed, to like just kind of like make it into more of a game instead of like you do something for five minutes and then you got to argue about it like take out the arguing part and make something else you know i I would dig it more yeah i mean i I see why some people would like the arguing because it's kind of like a friday night you know card or board game where you gotta you know wrestle with your family a little bit verbally you know be like Mm -hmm. and all that i get it but it's just, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've been also like, maybe that's just me too. I know you say you're in the same boat, but my gaming tastes have just been changing lately. Like I have less time yeah. for like bullshit. Like, yep. If I'm gonna play that game, I'm, you had a bunch of people in the room. Um, we had to like talk Oculus guys and stuff. So I'm like, we had a bunch of people. I'm gonna take advantage of hanging out with some folks if they're, if they're cool. But like, I ain't going on there for a random room. Like that, that yeah. game is not. I, I could like I have, yeah. I have too much to do. And if a game like at this point, it's going to be hard for me to find like a new favorite game unless it's like obvious. Because and I hate to, mm-hmm. I don't want to spark anything. But like, I didn't really care for Breath of the Wild. I gave it like thirty minutes. The new Zelda. Don't mean to start shit, but like you showed me, like somebody linked me like Legos, like there's like the Lego building thing mm-hmm. in it, and I'm like, I just go play Wind Waker. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, that seems fine, but it just doesn't seem like my Zelda. It's like, yeah, uh, I forget which of the new Star Wars movies was the, the. The horrible one where Han Solo died, and then there's the other one, and I don't think I saw the third one at all. I don't remember. But the end of that second one where Luke Skywalker was being all badass, and it was a really cool scene, but it also didn't feel like Luke Skywalker. So that's kind of like how I'm dealing with the new Zeldas. Like, I think I'm done <laughs> after Wind Waker because of the, the Twilight Princess. I tried. I tried like hell. I couldn't get into that at all. Um, yeah. So my tastes are changing, or it's just, you know, like I have to cut the 
I would like to be able to just play indie games and all these other things for like just pure playing the game, even if it's not fun. Like, mm, I see what they're trying to do there. That's awesome. I see what this is trying to do. Like, I can't just go play like, like uh, the Mafia or Yakuza series just because I haven't played them yet, even though those are both kind of on the list, but I've never gotten around to it. I kind of got to be more invested before I even start. So I, I think it's my lack of time that's affecting the gaming habit. Yeah, I do get that because, um, and we'll get to VR in a minute. Hold on. <laughs> um, Twilight, the new Zelda came. I always fuck up the name. I've put like Here's 60 hours in it. I still don't have it right. <laughs> but I had a long weekend when it that it came out. I had a three day weekend. That's all I did, and I loved it. Yeah. But those kind of games, I don't want to play. I don't even want to touch if I don't have more than like two or three days that I can just do that. So I I, I get what you're saying. I and I feel the same way for a lot of things. Like throughout the year, we have like a normal like kind of chain where like I don't even feel like gaming and it's like a month long kind of in the summer mm -hmm. it happens every year so you know there's stuff that affects that and time is a big thing and you know dealing with a lot of work shit sometimes like it's like you, some some weeks like dealing with the same shit at work it's like I have to game I have to do something but the same thing like the next week's like I don't even feel like gaming like I'm just done <laughs> so yeah and it's weird I I think I've have one of those uh oh, what's the name what's the term for it waiting mode is kind of like an adhd thing and again i'm undiagnosed adhd but i have a lot of the habits and i don't know if it's just because modern lifestyle and phone and trying to you know i really want to watch this episode of this tv show but i really want to play you know <laughs> warcraft so i'll just have that on in the background and then your brain starts to like split off and do crazy things um but it's like if like if we scheduled the podcast recording for like 6 p.m on a saturday i kind of would be in a frozen state of you know waiting for that 6 yep. p.m and i think <laughs> that's just a problem with like um like time know, management as a whole so it's kind of i i keep you know everyone probably knows who listens that i just love the witcher 3 like that that has to be one of my top games i love 2 but my pc couldn't handle it and it was more linear, but like three was just a masterpiece. And I still have the DLC down like from like every platform where I can get the card, the physical went cards from. So I have, I've never played DLC because it's like partly what you said, unless you got a good couple of days to devote to it, it's kind of like a shame. So you don't start it, but it's kind of mm -hmm. like if you did, if we did have a podcast guest from another time zone and it was like, you know, in the middle of, you know, the evening or late afternoon on a Saturday, would I be able to enjoy that? Knowing that I have a commitment, <laughs> like an external commitment sitting here, I'd be like, I'd be in yep. my mind the whole time while I'm playing. It's like, yep. Okay. <laughs> what is going on with that? So that, that does hinder me too. So now even more so, I'd just like to try to get everything done by noon, like just stack it. And then I pass out or I'm like a zombie after. Adulting sucks. What can I say? Even got a Steam Deck? <laughs> I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comes and goes. Yep. I'm sitting here like with my neck turned looking at you and I'm in a goddamn swivel chair. I'm like, just move, you're in VR. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dumbass. 
Yeah. So I, I so, get that. Um, yeah. So it's May 25th. Three games came out. And as Stop. I'm sitting here watching stuff behind you, I apologize. We're going to talk about Crime and Mercenary Tales, Hello Neighbor, um, Search and Rescue, the VR version, and Everslot. They sent me the wrong media for Hello Neighbor. This is showing like flat screen, ver like Hello Neighbor 2. I see that the art we had was wrong. The YouTube oh, no. videos I made of it for both uh, PSVR and Quest, I had that on there. I went back and changed what I could. Like, I didn't even notice. I'm like, God damn it. So this game's this trailer is making me want to go play 2 on flat screen. But uh, anyway. <laughs> and I've never played any of these. I played the first one on Xbox Shock. when it first came out. And I, I enjoyed it, but I got stuck on a puzzle because, like, I haven't had a problem in the VR version, but the original, like, they, I think they were just trying to be too vague. And I, it's a timing thing, like, we've been talking about. Like, I'm like, I don't have time to figure that out. I'll come back. And I never did. Um, You're talking about Hello Neighbor? Yeah. So we'll start with that game. Um, Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue, the first. Um, I don't know if it's the first ever four-way into VR, but it's the first Hello Neighbor in VR, and it's its own thing, Search and Rescue. Um, I've been playing it for a couple of days or a week on Quest 2 and PSVR 2. Both versions are pretty good. Obviously, PSVR looks incredible. Quest 2 looks really good for Quest. Um, I like it. Like, it's very charming. Like, my favorite thing of VR is perspective, as I've said many times here. But you feel like a little kid, kind of, you know, taken on the world. You actually play as a group of kids, and you can switch back and forth, and there's fun puzzles. And it has just the right amount of creepy for PJ. Like, it's creepy, but you know it's just silliness. So <laughs> I dig it. So far, it's, it's a lot of fun mechanics, a lot of fun puzzles. There's, like, you have... Um, I think they let the put the demo version out, and it's kind of the video. If you go to our YouTube channel on either Quest or PSVR two, it's kind of that. Like, shows you all the mechanics, like there's slingshots, magnifying glasses, like all kinds of stuff. It's it's really fun. I really enjoy it so far. Um, yeah, it's yeah, I've never played with. I remember like you know seeing the the icon or the cover of the the game, and it's like hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the Sir You Were Being Hunted, which is a little generated uh, survival escape game where rob robots are like <laughs> out to kill you. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I don't know if I'm up for the creepy. Like it doesn't bother me, but <laughs> if I'm going to be sneaking around, I want like Tenchu. Give me back. Yeah. <laughs> I need I need a, I need a sequel to Tenchu Z, please. Because I'm I'm just. This close to go booting up the 360 and, and like rummaging through my old house to find that disc. I think I know where it's at. Um, <laughs> and I wonder if it's backwards was. compatible on Xbox. I wonder. Maybe. I don't know. I remember we, you, you and I just used to un, like play for hours and unlock like, you know, a bird sitting <laughs> on your shoulder that was just like not animated or whatever. Just like, nope. <laughs> like a Lego bird. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. my kind of sneaking around is when there's, you know, I want to edge around a guard and then, you know, not kill him because I'm so awesomely sneaky. But when you have stuff like that, what it seems like is like you're hiding in somebody's house and it's like that, the grandma on the end of the street 
that wants to cook you in a cauldron. It's kind of like, <laughs> I can't insert myself into that scene. I just think of Goonies, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might do it. You just need your own perspective. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a certain point. But yeah, I've mean. enjoyed it. Um, I, it looks cool. I've, I just never, yeah. I've always like, mm. I like it that, um, and it's weird in the demo because you're playing as a, you start off as one of the kids. There's a whole group of them. They all do different things. But in the demo, like you get to the end of it and something happens and then that kid is like gone. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> but you kind of, at least in that um, map or whatever you want to call it, that stage, you have a little walkie talkie and you can switch characters. And it's really cool because you do like stuff on, this side of the walls and maps and the other one does this stuff and it's really cool like i i really enjoyed the mechanics um there was you'll see this in the video if you watch it not the one in the podcast now but you climb these ropes and they took me right back to like freaking school you know those climbing ropes and i could like feel and smell them because <laughs> they were like really realistic like you could swing on them like it was it was a trip <laughs> But yeah, like the creepy is like Tim Burton creepy. Like it's not. Like if I'm playing it and enjoying it, it's not bad. But it's I just like the little hint of creepiness. <laughs> yeah, it just gives you a little suspense boost. Yeah. And that game, along with what we're saying about like the Among Us, like building actual suspense in a game without being, you know, cheap or disingenuous, probably pretty hard. Yeah. I can't tell you when I've legitimately been like, oh shit, in a game. Yeah. One of my holy crap moments in that, in Hello Neighbor, was <clears throat> in the opening, is they're teaching you the real ba the basics real quick, and you go kind of past each one of the other kids. And I just like, for whatever reason, I did like finger bang, like shooting at one of mm -hmm. them. And she actually like, pretending like she was getting shot and like you know like kids do and i'm like what the fuck was that <laughs> it's awesome yeah it totally blew me recognize it. that's awesome <laughs> so i don't know what else is built in there i didn't see anything else yet but uh yeah really enjoying it check it out there i'm i i don't know about vr if there's a demo but i know they they did have a demo i thought of that first area coming out so all three of these games came out today, so check them out. I Everslot is a, a yeah, it's on Steam and Quest. Hello Neighbors on Steam Quest, PSVR two, along with Crime and Mercenary Tales, is on Steam and Quest for sure. So yeah. Um, next go to uh, Crime and Mercenary Tales. I. It's a very simple game, but like it's just like over the top storytelling, like old story type things. And I've had a lot of fun in that too. Like you walk into this pub and there's a couple characters and they each have their own story, obviously. And you have like really good like combat and different scenarios you find yourself in. Um, there was like a like a Transylvania one setting, and I really like that. I was fighting werewolves and a vampire like and you know it gets to the point where like like 
if you're fighting one person, the combat's like simple. So it's like, ah, oh, this is there's really nothing here. But I was fighting like five plus people once, and that gets really cool because it's is that simple. But you like block and parry and stuff, and then other things happen. I won't spoil anything, but um, yeah. And each story took me about a half hour or so, and there's eight to start with, so you know, four four plus hours there. Really enjoyed it. It's over the top goofiness and humor, but um, I think they did a really good job. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. Hmm. A lot of different. Uh, there's kind of like, uh, yeah. There's a boss fight in every story I've done so far. I think I've done the first four, so half of them, and they're always different and different mechanics. So it's pretty cool. Like in the video, you see the person playing the organ and then in my video i didn't show what happens they kind of did so whatever but it was really cool like just the music and the humor mixed in with it and then um weird shit happens <laughs> very pretty though there's on the i don't know what else to call it the transylvania setting like climbing up these stairs on this weird tower and the moons in the background and it just looks really cool I took some screenshots. <laughs> it um, it looks like it's got a, a few different kind of visual styles going on. Like when they, uh, I'm not watching the clip at the moment, but they're like climbing up the wall with the yellow bricks, and then like the monster sitting there waiting for you, and then crap on you or something like that. Yeah, it was like that was the pirate um, woman story. Um, so you're kind of like searching through like Aztec temples and stuff. Um. The the tutorial, you just come up to the pub and there's a kid with a donkey outside the pub and they kind of do a little story for the tutorial. That was pretty funny. It was really cool, like, just charming. Like, you climb all the way up. It's teaching you mechanics, obviously, but you climb all the way up and you find this treasure chest that really isn't a treasure chest. There's this tiny toy wooden sword and you pick it up and, it, you're, you know, it's your imagination bringing it to life to a real sword. I, was, I think that stuff's kind of cool, so... You do seem to I like that. With like the, yeah. the toys flying, like the little toy planes around and stuff. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> the other game, the uh, Everslot, looks kind of like trying a little bit of Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah, so that's a... You could play single player. It's I think it's meant for two-player co-op. Uh, I haven't played two-player co-op, but... Um, yeah, you have like a little wrist, um, whatchamacallit, <laughs> grappling hook mechanic. Like a gun and yeah. stuff. If you flip your wrist over, you can use that at, on different points on the walls. If you flip your wrist like underneath, a little gun will pop up. Um, you get all kinds of weapons. You can upgrade all different things. Um, there's like three different classes. It's It's a wave thing, but, <clears throat> you know, if you like wave stuff or not, I'm kind of bored and tired of them, but it did a really good mm -hmm. job making it kind of new. Like you could, um, like I said, you can upgrade between waves and stuff. And you start out in this really big airship, which, you know, gets points for me right off the bat. It looks really cool. You ha it's like a whole, it's your like base, your fortress. You have like rooms and shit. You have all your unlocks there, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different enemies, <clears throat> three different classes, so you can kind of mix up how you want to play. There's perks you can add to everything. 
but it's just like a run and gun wave shooter. But I had a lot of fun with it. I think co-op would probably be a lot of fun because mm. um, a lot of stuff comes up behind you too. So it'd be nice to have you know a person watching your back. <laughs> I didn't fall down on my knees like the gentleman in the trailer and, and sweat, but um, <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> All three yeah. came out today, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't. Uh... <laughs> that seems to happen with VR. Like, they just don't care what else is coming out. <laughs> seems like you maybe would want to stagger some of that. I don't know. But you do. When you mention some of the stuff, you do sort of like seem to have like a weekend full of stuff to yeah to try out. It comes in waves, and it's like oh, because like I've been playing Jedi Survivor. I, I still haven't. I, I think I had like thirty minutes left of the story, and I Zelda came out, and I got you know, and then Lego Two K Drive came out, and I got, and then all these games came out, so it was really hard to focus and get these done. Let's say. Yeah, that's why, you know, space them out. Give us some time, man. <laughs> the last game I played, we tried to play uh, Star Wars Squadrons, and I think lobbies <laughs> must be dead. And then it's just such a shame because I'm not a big fan of the fleet battle mode, I guess. I don't remember. I guess I don't like it. But then we had, like, one person join that was just using, like, the cheapest setup, just ion stun and shoot and ion stun and shoot. And, like, I can't. Do this, yeah, this that, game I played. The highly unbalanced loadout for yeah. that cheap shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard for me to keep up right now. Um, the Hello Neighbor Two footage looks crazy. I know you said this is the flat screen version that we're looking at, but it's a different game and flat screen. That's Oh, okay. Just I just keep seeing some bird beak <laughs> in a turtleneck. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Um, yeah, I love you start out the tutorial in that, and it shows you a couple of things, and then you get up, out, you're in a treehouse, and then you go down the zip line, and you just land in this pile of, like, um, beds and pillows and stuff. It, it's really cool. <laughs> and I guess I don't know it doesn't really and I love it like there's no talking they don't say like there's n really nothing to tell you anything just like clues and stuff so I, I just I'm assuming this guy is like stealing kids for some reason I don't know what's really going on so I gotta get to the yeah. bottom of it detective PJ's on it <laughs> But it was weird if you watch my, uh, I think it was the PSVR 2 version. You come up into his house the first time, and it was really weird. And I think I said it in the video, I'm like, this really is creepy because it reminds me of our grandparents' old house. <laughs> like, just the old floors and walls, and like, and that's the power of VR, like, <laughs> that was the creepiest part to me, like. Just the weird wallpaper and you can kind of see it in this trailer even it's a little different but yeah it's creepy <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
it is not fast paced like what we're seeing if you're watching the, the trailer behind us. The VR one is it? Or the whole game? No, you're like the, the whole game of the VR version that I've played so far. Like that looks like maybe they had the video on crack or something. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it's quite a quite quite a day. What's up for content? If I were one of those people, I don't really like to do reviews or rank things, but I've spent a good amount of time in these three games. I'm like, well, you know, what one? if I could only play one, buy one, pick one, what would it be? And I, I can't really decide between Hello Neighbor and Crimin. Um, Everslot's probably the weakest for me just because, you know, a wave shooter and stuff. But I think if you had a fun co-op buddy or something, I think that'd be a blast. But the other two are single player. but you know, I like them both a lot. Um, I think Crimin's fourteen ninety nine, and I think Hello Neighbor's thirty. Um, on the PS VR two, I wouldn't mind paying thirty. On the Quest two, I think that might again. I I'm not even halfway through it, so I can't really say. But it's in these days, it's hard for me to like pay thirty bucks for a Quest game. Even though it, like it runs fine, it looks great. Check out the video if you want. Like, it's just you know, what's the difference get... between the Quest and the PSVR two? Then, like, if you wouldn't mind paying thirty in the PSVR two, why is that? It's just the the you know, and graphics aren't the most important thing, but it looks so much better, <laughs> and it's just colorful and smooth. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's like the difference between like. Xbox One and like a Series X or a PS4 and a PS5 really are, you know, even worse. They're more different. Me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, phone processor versus like a fucking computer, you know? Yeah, true. But I'm not knocking the Quest 2 version at all because, like I said, it looks good and it plays well. But once you play the other one, it's like, eh, I couldn't. <laughs> But some people value the non-cable. I whatever you're into, they're both good. I played that opening half hour. I think three times on each of them, not on purpose, just out of necessity. But I I actually <laughs> enjoyed it each time, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> but I do love me some swashbuckling. <laughs> yeah so it was a good time um i think i heard something that microsoft said that they they had officially lost the console war so i don't know if playstation is winning but then now i hear people saying well, i guess PR, psvr2 is over and i was like where do people get this crap it's just social media being stupid social right. media yeah. like it's like <laughs> i'm still riding on like if i i don't go Hardly in stores unless I have to. But if I walked into a Best Buy right now, there's a PS5 and a PSVR 2 sitting there. Based on what you told me, just from the racing game and some of the quality of the presentation, it'd be like I'd be hard pressed not to just buy it. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like an impulse buy for me at this point, even though it's not really because I've been thinking. Yeah, like, stay away. 
Because then I got to buy a racing <laughs> wheel and all the new pedals. Yeah, it, it if you weren't like 20 hours away from me, <laughs> you just get me um, hooked on at your house. Yeah. To clarify, like Phil Spencer did did really say like Sony won this this generation. Like he did say that, and that, whatever you want to do with that information, Phil Spencer you now. Know. Um, again, I'm not a super high up into the whole like we're going to evaluate this, but isn't don't I might be misquoting this? Isn't he the guy? that worked at Dreamcast? Was there another guy that moved to Microsoft? After I just remember Phil Spencer being kind of like, who gives a shit what he said? I don't remember. I don't think it was Phil Spencer that worked at Dreamcast or Sega or whatever, but I think I he's been at Microsoft a while. Yeah, there was one of the Dreamcast execs that kind of like sold him out. I thought it was him, but then I think it, I'm pretty sure it was him that was like, uh, when the Xbox One came out, there's even a Penny Arcade comic making fun of him. He's just so full of himself. And he's like, I remember that it was like where the journalist woke up and remembered they had balls and it was some sort of like EGM article or something like that. And they're like, they're like other, other journalists were like, how awesome is your console and all your games? And he's like, so awesome. And then they said, you know, the journalists had balls and they said, how crappy is your console? And, you know, chug and whir and all the noise at the Xbox One. He, and it was like the same panel as the other version. It was like so awesome. And it's just like, <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it's weird because like my perspective, like, and I'm not, I love Xbox, but I'm not like a fanboy of really anything. He came into a bad situation and did a lot of good from my point of view with, with all kinds of things. I don't know. but. Maybe he did. Um, I just, I have, <laughs> I wish I had a photographic memory, but I just have an impression yeah. of like, oh crap, <laughs> it's that guy again. So, sorry, I'm not a real journalist, folks. Maybe I should take that more seriously. Um, <laughs> but then it's kind what of What I like, do like about him is he, it's obvious, and he, he plays games. Like, he's a gamer, so, that, yeah. Maybe my impression's wrong. I'm not sure. But also, how can you give a shit if somebody's won a console? When did the Series X come out? When did the PS5 come out? They're that old already? Yeah, it's been three years, I think. But isn't it still, like, some shortages in some areas? Or even, like, how can you even say, like, a console, like, the generation's begun when half the people that want them couldn't get them for, like, two years? Yeah, I don't know, because they've already... They're already talking about the mid-grade versions of both, and it's like... (laughs) This okay. this is the reason why I still have a Quest One. Again, I've got stick drift. Like we just, I just put my thumb on my stick and I just start running backwards. I've still got the Xbox One and a PS4, and it's just like, by the time I get around to finding a game that would make me upgrade, it would be so far past. Like I wouldn't need to upgrade because the next one's coming out. I don't, I don't buy into the fast change. And a lot of people are like, oh, I can't keep a phone that long. I can't keep a phone longer than six months. I'm like, yeah. I'm still using my OnePlus 6T, and I bought a nothing phone, the American, like, you know, uh, the beta for that, and I'm switching stuff over to it, but my my OnePlus 6T, which I don't even know how old that thing is, it's been here for ages, still kicking around. I just can't get behind the wastefulness. Just like, let's just throw all our 
copper and chipsets that you know we worked so hard to get and just throw it in the trash. Uh, so when it was like, I'm still like, my Xbox. I think it's already been three years since I did the uh, ultimate <laughs> Game Pass deal, and that just expired this month. I remember like, holy crap! Three years ago, I'd like bought three years and did all that stuff, and then <laughs> a friend of ours was like, oh crap, I got to go do that again. I'm like, are you even playing Xbox? And he's, and he's been playing PS5, and he's like, I think you bought it and set it all up, and then he's like, well, no, I guess I have to play Xbox, but I've been playing PS5. I was like. But Zelda's coming out. I'm pretty sure you're just going to play that. Like, <laughs> but I haven't even used the Ultimate in that three years. I've never used the Windows side of the Ultimate Game Pass crap. Yeah. It's like... I only did twice, and it was for VR. <laughs> <laughs> ah, It's like, I... Part of me wants it to be like, all this stuff, again, I, I'm not like lost. It's moving too fast, but it's also like, you got to show me some value before I'm going to drop the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, I could have had, I had the email for like the, the Halo version of the Series X from Microsoft. I could have bought it sitting there like, nah, I probably could have sold it for I don't know how much, but it just let me make somebody else's day. I'd rather have that. I don't care. Like I could have like 10 of each console sitting here without, you know, financial stream. And it's still like, Where's the value for me? I don't see it. The only snag was I tried to boot up Flight Simulator, the newest one, and it wouldn't work on the Xbox One because you need a Series X. But then there was like the game streaming and it would have worked. And I was like, I didn't feel like booting it up at that point. I lost interest. Like it would have played it streaming for me. I'm like, just like the Quest One, why do I need to buy a Quest Pro if everything I need is already here? So I, that's what I'm kind of missing out. I'm I'm trying to find the value in some of this. Like, it, it feels like fast fashion. That thing, you know, like you got to have mm-hmm. every week. You got to have new pants and shoes. It's like I don't go to the store. That what are you what are you supposed to do? So <laughs> if somebody's got an answer, you know, ping us on some sort of social media or comment on a video but like how do you balance all that because it's literally like just need to shut up and play more games and just be like happy with what i get instead of being like well that's always been a problem for me it's like well it it, it's fell a little short and i feel like some people get sick of you when you say that stuff so it's kind of like yeah i just need to shut up and play more games i don't know it's interesting What's the answer, PJ? What's the verdict? Uh, everyone's different. <laughs> like, I could play, like, obviously, like, I played last weekend, I played eight different games for at least an hour each. And that doesn't sound like much, but I enjoyed every hour, and it was it was a lot, <laughs> even for me, but, yeah. But hmm. you, we know, and you've always been, like, one game at a time. <laughs> and that, you know. I like to get lost in it. So if it's not really yeah. immersive, there's got to be a reason for it. Then that also increases, like, the value. I mean, it's not like graphics or the value or super amazing story. or You know, like, something's got to be worth it for me to, you know, put off that guilty feeling of, I got shit to do around the house and I got projects to work on. You know, I'm going to take six yeah. hours or something to play a game. It's got to have value. And then I can boot up Warcraft and, like, spend six hours decorating <laughs> a dwarf to look like a shaman. 
it's just perspective and what you want to do. Like I've, unfortunately, and I think this is probably the right mindset for me. Like quest, anything on quest is like short bursts and, you know, mm -hmm. play it for half hour, hour, have fun, and then come back to it. Like PC VR, there's other games like, I've played some games for like 60 hours and they're bigger experiences. And that's what I like the most. There just aren't as many. So, <clears throat> you know, and it's timing. Like I said, like Hogwarts legacy came out. I spent a lot of time in there and then Jedi survivor came out and I spent a shit ton of time in there. And then I'm in Zelda and Lego 2k drive. And, now I'm having guilt about getting back to um, Gran Turismo because Beth bought me the shifter for my birthday and I haven't installed it yet. <laughs> and I'm going to suck. But um, I'll take a uh, I still, like with the wheel and pedals, like I, I love it. But I've been, ha I'm like, kind of like, I don't know where I'm at, like game progress, but I like, I'm beginning into where like I have to try to do a race four or five times to get the right car set up and then beat it <laughs> yeah but i think that's how the game is so that's fine mm -hmm. i do really well with some cars and then some cars is like i can't keep that fucker on the road <laughs> yeah, that's just how they are too yeah uh -huh. and now i'm gonna add the shifting to it and it's gonna be a party <laughs> but still fun like i don't know <laughs> uh the only advice I can give is sometimes when you're not really driving the car, because you wouldn't be driving 100 miles an hour, 150 miles an hour, but like what always gets me in games when I'm trying to shift and race, but in a manual, when you're slowing down to take a corner, I'm always kind of like, do I just shift down one gear? Just skip it and go like, skip a whole gear and go down from like third to first, or mm -hmm. not really first, but like fourth to second. That'll save you some headache. You might go into the corner a little better. Otherwise, you're I thinking about that, and you'll, you'll yeah. shudder it right off the road. <laughs> <laughs> Which is right where I'm at. That's my that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I thought the, the crew games when that first first crew game came out, like that's a really mm -hmm. good idea for an MMO because it's grindy. But then that's what racing games like. You don't mind the grind because you're practicing the racetrack. Yeah, and then you just you just drive however you want in the car. You and can boost up. Second, I mean, honestly, what else can you do in a driving game? Unless you have like a like shooting out the window, which is a VR game I want, but <laughs> but I, I mean we didn't we played the crap out of that until I got like one race was so hard we just couldn't beat it we couldn't get past it. somewhere in ten. Yeah. It's like we played the hell out of that first one. Like I wouldn't mind driving around like that in VR because then yeah. practicing a racetrack you're just improving your lap time. It's not like mm -hmm. getting furbolg. Uh, rep in old school warcraft for six months yeah, that's a bit much for for a, an enchant you're going to use once um, another um oh i'm going to change the topic so if you're still going sorry sure <laughs> it just sorry it popped in my head i was just going to say i thought another weird thing like i really liked jedi survivor but the whole time i was playing it i had such a deeper desire to come back to VR and play Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy. <laughs> I think that would happen if you like, <laughs> if it's like that, you know, detailed and I think the PSVR 2 version of that looks fantastic. It is insane, but if you play any Star Wars anything, you're going to want to be like, I want that in VR. So you have to go back yeah. and get your 
your your jolt. It's just it's funny because like I've played Tales of the Galaxy. I think I'm on my fifth run now that it's come out on PlayStation. And it was just like that. Like there were certain points. It's like I could just go play that now. <laughs> and I love I love Survivor. Like I had a lot of fun. I'm having fun with it. But just so weird. I don't know. My brain does weird shit. I guess. Yeah. I think social media is tainting me on some of the gamer stuff. There's only a couple of people I follow, but they're all like, I am so not a console warrior. And then that's all they fucking talk about. I'm like, fun follow. Um, <laughs> it's so weird. But yeah. everyone was like split down the middle on the Jedi Survivor. And I'm like, I think people just, duh, but like people just like being angry because the Hogwarts game came out and it's like everyone was like hateful this and this and that and then right down the middle two camps and now there's two camps for the Jedi Survivor because there were some bugs on launch which every game has nowadays like that didn't seem like the social justice side by side camp it just seemed like you guys were going to split into two camps and yell about stuff and then the the Tears of the Kingdom stuff and it's just like if you tell if you I, I saw that, you know, some magazine gave it a 9 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10. I guess I shouldn't play it. And it's like, people are just angry. Get off the yeah. site and just go lay down. Good God. Like, I can't get a good read on what's actually fun anymore. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. I didn't and, know about this. And it's just all crap. So. I do like that um, PSVR 2 has... I don't know. I think it's like six or so demos. Like they're, they've kind of brought back demos. Like here, just check it out. Yes, on Quest and Steam, you can buy it and return it, but that's not the same. kind of not the same. So <laughs> I'm still waiting for yeah. a rental service. Mm-hmm. Just let me play it for a weekend, and if I like it, then I'll buy it. Yeah, because you can't like I don't two hours of gameplay. You yeah. be sitting in the lobby waiting for that, you know, friend of mine to get out and crap. <laughs> yeah, your quest battery could die by then. <laughs> yeah. So, in some games, you you have to get in quite a ways before you're like, oh, this is actually not paying off, and then it's far too late. So, yep. It's and it's tough. I, and, <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I'm not helpful to you because I play so much and I kind of, I'm mostly positive. Like I'll, I'll tell you if I don't like something or I think something needs some work, I'm good at that. But overall, I just enjoy most games to the point where like some people online have been like, you just, you must get paid for whatever you like. I'm like, dude, I I lose money doing what we're doing. (laughs) Someone called you like on one Twitter, this is ages ago. I think it was about Heartlands and they called you like, you can't just go around having this toxic positivity or nothing will ever, you know, progress. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> there's toxic positivity now? What the fuck? Yeah, well, apparently. Somebody's just naturally positive and sees the good in just about anything, and that's toxic now. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to cancel some of those fuckers out. I don't know. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that how we're supposed to be? Like, again, yeah. I don't like the game. I don't want to play it, but I'm glad you do because you can go home and have fun with it. That's awesome. And that's toxic. <laughs> yeah, and and He's I could dead. sit here for every single game. And if you, if anyone listening, watching has questions like, "Hey, what sucked about?" It? I can tell you. But I'm mm-hmm. just like overall, I have fun with it. That's what I care about. That's why I'm here. I'm like, you know, 
I'm very supportive of mostly indie devs, but all devs, but, you know, feedback and, hey, I think this should be a thing and that. And a lot of games have actually listened and turned around things and added stuff based on our chats mm-hmm. here, which is insane to me, but I've played a lot of games and I know what I like and I know what pisses me off and, you know, <laughs> so I'll tell you. <laughs> I just, I'm not going to come on the podcast or even on social media and just berate shit because I don't think I could, uh, I could berate some things, but um, <laughs> it's just not me. You know, whereas I go on rants. Oh, well. sometimes you need that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to let it happen. Um, yeah, I'm just. I know we're all waiting for like you know the perfect game for us to come along, which is never going to happen. But it's also like I can have ten games waiting for me that you are like, "Come on, these are awesome!" And I'm like, "I don't see <laughs> what's going to make me want to keep playing this." But then I'll go on GTA Online, I'll get one of those kicks, and I'll just drive a car around for four hours. <laughs> you never know. I never know what is going to just make you play something, you know? <laughs> like, I don't need to be the weird, like, character off. creation. I know that's, like, a day for you if a new game comes yeah. out. Like, <laughs> I might even play the game when I'm done. I'm like, that looks cool. You know? You're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, cool, you Better enjoyed it. the intro. <laughs> and you almost got Some games, the, yes. Lego, the Lego 2K drive, but then I was like, oh, I think this one's a microtransaction thing. I'm just going to get yeah. It's huh. so fun. <laughs> but it's 60 bucks. I know. I know. It's. Which is fine. But <laughs> it's actually 70. Isn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a 2K game. They're all 70 is, is the new 60. We built on Steam, it was 59.99. Oh, nice. And there's cross-play on that. So, and I'm, I love seeing that on all systems now crossplays becoming like very very prominent and i love it yeah yeah too many topics probably go on there <laughs> so yeah thanks for um not wrapping up quite yet but you know thanks for putting up with our um what do you want to call it? Sabbatical? <laughs> Scheduling and yeah. retooling time. But we're going to have the three, I believe, three of the guys from the team that made the VR game Blockbuster is basically Rampage in VR, and it's a blast nice. next week. So come on back. Um, check that game out if you haven't. We'll be talking about it. I've had a lot of fun with it. I I grew up on Rampage in the yeah. arcade and then on consoles and I just fucking the people out of the windows. All I ever yeah. tried to do. You'd be beating on me and be like, come on, I gotta get this broad. You can do that in Blockbuster, but it's like the shit the people say, because like it's VR, so you're like, they're right here. And one of them was saying like fart jokes and shit. I'm like, I was just losing it. Like, it was... <laughs> <laughs> might have to buy that. It was good. So yeah, going forward, our plan um, will be in our our normal setup like this until we get the other one working. Uh, we thought we had some constraints here, which 
clearly we don't. We didn't know. So uh, we've been talking about how busy things are. So we're planning doing like two episodes a month or so and just, you know, going that route. So thanks for putting up with us. We'll be more consistent, (laughs) more regular. I'll try to buy some VR games and and actually know (laughs) what I'm talking about. Instead of just being the, hmm, the straight man. <laughs> Not good being the straight man. Um, yeah, let us know what games you might like to hear us yap about. <laughs> Our guests so that, that you want to hear from. Yeah. And all that. I'll just make a Wookiees, you know, rant corner about some game that rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for hanging. Appreciate yeah, you. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Again, we're supposed to say this at the top of the show, but for those listening to the audio version, we're doing this live in VR. You can check us on YouTube and our our meta page, which is weird to say. Um, we're in our own little custom VR world here. Um, next week we'll have some of the blockbuster assets and all that fun stuff. Maybe we can climb a building and <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Throw you out the window. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Now that would be a fun VR game that those soon suit wrestling and you get to literally pick the person up and throw them or something. <laughs> I, would, I would like that. <laughs> I just watched the episode of the Kenjin anime where there's like a sumo Doskoi! Yeah, Doskoi! Yeah, it has to be pinched <laughs> on the butt. Yeah. I love that one. What? I do remember <laughs> the word. I just saw it and I couldn't remember the word. I That thing, that has stuck with me. How, when did we watch that? In like early 90s? <laughs> the no. first time? No? Early 90s. Late 90s. No, it came out in 96, 98. Yeah, time is weird. It was 2000 or so. That makes sense. I don't know why that, that episode is one of the ones that like are just kind of in my head all the time. <laughs> I remember uh, the butt pinch. <laughs> yeah, there's always blips <laughs> out with the word. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of funny. <laughs> Pick up somebody's sumo belt. <laughs> yeah. And it just like rips. Oh no! (laughs) Being the guy that got picked up, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, (laughs) something there. (laughs) Brought to you by PJ and the gang. Patented game idea. Can't take. Don't take. (laughs) We'll we'll come up with something. We'll just have a sumo ring right here. Take it and make it so I can play it. I don't (laughs) care. (laughs) Make it happen. I want like. The little light uh, chess game from Star Wars, but have like you know sumo wrestlers and all the different ideas we have right here in the ring. Mm-hmm. Hungry, hungry hippos. I was so excited, and then won this. I promise, Jedi Survivor. There is like a like a battle digital battle game that you can play in the cantina. It's not what's in the movie, but it's actually a lot of fun. Like it's very strategic. Mm. Pretty cool. Just thought you should know. <laughs> I played that for like four hours straight one one of the days I was playing. <laughs> is it like as addicting as Gwent is in Witcher 3 when you first start playing that shit? Because 
I think so. I don't know if you would think so, but I played it for four hours straight. <laughs> like and when you, I got in, it's the- weird. You find like the the new enemies you happen upon, and it it kind of makes you want to explore the creatures you find. Like they will, once you add see them and it adds them to your codex, they'll show up as in that game as like usable characters. So it's really cool. Like the whole world can be brought into that. So wait, you're in a real world playing a virtual world, and inside the virtual world, you can rebuild the virtual world based on the amount of the. No, just the characters. Like if I kill like a Wampa, that Wampa will then be usable in that digital game in the Cantina. <laughs> wow. As like a I don't want to say card, but like like a usable character thing. Like chess kinda. But not chess. Hmm. Interesting. I still gotta go <laughs> play the game before that. Because <laughs> that was on Game Pass, but that just ran out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have kept you guys long enough. Thanks, Thanks everyone, watching, listening. See you next week. Peace out. Where's my space bar?